you have all this at your fingertip, you know, more than the Library of Alexandria and all of that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But when are you asking these questions? And that's the smallest part of what a smartphone is about or a smart oh, device is about. Hold up. What? What happened? you recording? Oh. Oh, no. You you recorded, DA? No, I'm not recording. <laughs> you know, we we always supposed to be recorded, bro. Come on. Right. Right. <laughs> Let's get it right. Let's get it right. Start the episode. Hear ye. Hear ye. Hear ye. Thank you all accidentally quiet and it worked out. Fucking <laughs> 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 okay, niggas talk, yo. That's, that's great time. Great time. Can't Wrong one. Salute, salute. To my mayor. You already know who's in the building. Dollars over here. You know. Blue Blue Dollars dollars always in the building. DA's in the building. Yeah, you. As always. Solid assassin. So it's time to bang, 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 bang. And you know. The mayor. You know, me. Nothing big, but the biggest motherfucker you ever seen. Boss, well, unofficial mayor. Right, you made it, you have to be elected. Your favorite bum. Salute. Yeah, what up? So, as you know, I was wearing niggas talk apparel and merch. You can get it at your local. Where the fuck you can find me at? Instagram, where the fuck at? Niggas talk. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I had to get this shit before because this is legendary talk now. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I've been waiting for this shit because I've been calling this shit for a very long time. I knew this Dan Marino ass nigga. We're <laughs> <laughs> going to be reaching for the stars oh at some motherfucking point. Oh my. Okay. But if. if Rob Dollars, if you want to introduce the conversation, because he was like, oh, you know. Oh, it was, I mean, you know, nice. Simple question, but you know. feel great about where you're going with the conversation already. Go for it. Keep going. NBA, trades, action. It's going down. And uh, the landscape is, uh, you know, has some dramatic moments right now with the Lakers in particular. It's it's looking like they're, uh, again, Reforging the super team, so that's my that's that was my first shot across the bow. <laughs> you think LeBron is forging a super team? That's what he does, yeah, man. That's what he does. Oh, now we're getting to the real LeBron legacy talk now. now oh, he does. Oh, 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 he does. Before it was this is like the greatest motherfucker ah, alive ah, and niggas with. Kill the play uh, uh, <laughs> such machine of the sport. I like, mean that that's not false in and of itself, but it doesn't really? change doesn't change the fact that again there's always supposed to be the competitive nature as well. So and these these guys are changing Changing the landscape with the way they're like reformatting team. Nature. Feel like I feel like in the past, back in the day, 
a lot of these trades would have been rejected by the league outright. Like, no, you're not allowed to have those those many superstars all on one starting roster. No. Superstars, you say? Competitive nature. Yeah. Such words you use. <laughs> We're talking about NBA players. They better all be competitive of nature. What are we talking about? I mean, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so. You have some thoughts on this play. I have thoughts about a lot of things. <laughs> I mean, think about photosynthesis for quite some time. <laughs> Staring at the grass. But when it comes to this NBA shit, and it reeks of desperation. Desperation? Oh, that's a good word. I like it. It reeks of that shit. Mm -hmm. Like, it is cut through the knife. Like, and no disrespect to Terrence Clark, rest in peace, score for more family. Trained and shit with my son, and very cool and not cool of how they just like we're just gonna give him the first honorary draft shit. Hopefully that comes with some type of money and shit like that for the family or whatever. Because if not, it's just a blanket gesture. Not blanket. It's a good gesture. For the NBA, as far as good advertisement and good publicity. But how they are letting all of this fuck shit happen in the NBA reeks of desperation. It reeks of desperation for LeBron. It reeks desperation of the NBA, David Stern, or Howard Stern, whoever the fuck Stern he is. <laughs> All of this shit go down on every fucking team. Because it's not just everyone playing at the Lakers. But last year, fucking Brooklyn Nets yeah. had Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden. And now everybody's awake and shit because LeBron is like, hey, y'all forget who... Why super teams were made? Super teams were made for the greatest motherfuckers on earth. And I am the greatest motherfucker on earth. So I say. As LeBron James. Not as <laughs> Distinguish that. Yeah. Yes. No, well, I, I mean, first off, it's Adam Silver. Not, not the Stern. Oh, really? He's retired? Yeah. Oh, so, so maybe different. Stern wouldn't do this yeah, shit. You know say, don't put that under his watch. I That's did. Oh, you see that? I did. <laughs> I did. He has a lot of stuff to account for in his own right. Don't no, put that one under no, his No, no, David right. Stern would never have done um, this shit. But, it, what I, desperation, is I agree. But I think it's about ratings. They, they they think that this is what the people want to see. You know what I'm saying? It's these uh, video game style teams. You know what I'm saying? Where, you know, you get to put your favorite all-stars together. So I'm that. glad that you said that because now I can, I can include DA. <laughs> DA don't watch this shit. DA plays video games yes, and shit, right? Yes, indeed. So DA. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Would you form a team of LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony, 
Russell Westbrook, Dwight Howard, and Anthony Davis. Would you form a team with them play like that? No, because I don't like those type of games. Whoa, 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 whoa. I want to play with the real team. <laughs> I don't know. That team is like a fake team. That's, that's it like seems like a what? Like a fake team. Like a fucking like fake go, team. You going through... Like the all-star mode. Like nope. you pick whatever yeah. the mm-hmm. teams that you want, whatever players that you want for your team type of thing. That's what it sounds like. When, when you say cross all the board. real word you mean is cheat, okay? Cheat team. Because it's a team. Not because some niggas play like that. Well, they'll play, play each other like that. Like niggas do. I know that Snoop does it on Madden. Like whatever that league is called, so, they play with the dirty teams like no, that. I'm I got like, that's whack. I got to me. I'm like, I want to see. Who's the niggas that's playing? That's what so, it's about. So if it's on the video game, I give it, I give it a pass because I feel like it now you can create your own super team, so it doesn't matter, you know. But we're talking about in real life. This team exists. So I look at it like this <laughs> for real life. For real life, <laughs> I only look at it differently as far as like. That. Oh, we'll get back to that. I only look at video game now because you brought a video game. As far as like the. The niggas that should be excited is the home team niggas. Okay. Whoever's for that team should be excited about it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, like, you should be worried about whether well, your team got nice yeah, niggas, nah, right? I got you. I got you. But what would you choose that? Would, would I choose, choose that? Choose that's a that's an amazing choice, nigga. To be like, oh, to I have know. that as the squad out there. No, no, no. no like no. on a video game, if right you were now. You going to put together a team? Yeah. Would, I would take you them? put? Carmelo Anthony, would you? Would I? Yes, you're the GM at this moment, and you could put together Dwight Howard, Anthony Davis, Carmelo Anthony, LeBron James, and I think I'm forgetting another motherfucker. Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. The only other nigga I feel like is missing that I'd want is like KD or something. I wouldn't put that team together. <sighs> why? Go ahead. Why? I wouldn't. Why wouldn't One, I think the chemistry's stupid. Everything would be. I I don't know who would do what. Mm-hmm. And like, who's the score? Who's gonna who's gonna make Who's passing plays? the ball? This is this is the the dilemma to me the biggest dilemma of a team like that, and you see it during like the All Star and like the Olympic Games and stuff like that is the control of ego on those teams. Those guys all gotta respect the guy who's the coach because otherwise you're gonna go out on the court and ignore everything that was said during the timeout and the huddle and all who's, that. Who's the coach? Play ball. You who's the coach and all that any good? Is Popovich hey, any good as a coach? I, I yeah. Know, Olympic, he's a good coach of the Spurs. The Olympic team is give the ball to the best player and let the best, best player be the team. Donkish is on, not on you oh, yeah. say. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think so Pop is a good coach. I'm just not sure if he's the right coach for, you know, the... <laughs> the all-star grouping type of players like that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, because yeah. it's all you know, obedience and spurs. He you forms know? a relationship with young players that he really sees talent in and, and has a 
uh, uh, history of like, going to gain your respect over time, and then we'll work together well. Is that thing that you I mean, I, I think it's more of a. It could be seen that way. I'd like to think of it more of a thing where it's like you're a blank slate when you come into the NBA in his eyes, and so he molds you into your NBA player self. And if that clicks, then you're great. But obviously, it requires you and him to get along personality-wise. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's why everybody doesn't stay. Simple as that. Like if you see the Olympics, they always struggle because they don't have niggas like Michael Jordan anymore that makes and Kobe that makes people great around them versus niggas who's just in the NBA right now that just great themselves. I mean, I don't watch no Olympics. So I don't know. So, there's nobody in the NBA that makes their team better. No, I'm, what I'm gonna say is that <laughs> nobody, nobody NBA. It's a combination. Mayor said that. Shit. It's a combination, and it's timing, and you have to have, I believe, uh, a real uh, strategic-minded coach and a bond with that high level scorer and because I can understand that when you're in the floor of the game you're not always aware of whether or not you're like in full attack mode or if you're distributing the ball and sharing with your squad you know what I'm saying like you get a you don't always get a sense of how how much your attention you're having with the ball Mm. but a good coach will know when to signal you or call a timeout or let you know, like, switch modes. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we need a basket. I'm not going to wait until we've missed four shots in a row, you know what I'm saying, before I say, yo, get it, you know what I'm saying, and let you run off two or three strikes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that type of thing, I think, is necessary because a player isn't necessarily always, like I said, in that mindset. And I think Phil Jackson and Mike really had a good rapport where they talked about that and worked on that mechanics. And of course, a great player like Jordan soaked it up and doesn't need the over the shoulder all the time to know when it's supposed to happen, right? But I don't think today's NBA players have had that type of that type of uh, system worked into them. Uh, at all least not all of them, anyway. Same players. At least not all of them, anyway. They've been in there for, for decades. Yeah. And that's the pro- That's part of the problem. I don't like the. Um, I, I, with all pro sports, I have an issue with the recycling of freaking coaches. You know what I'm saying? Like there isn't a fresh crop of additional <laughs> people out there who are coaches of college level teams and high school level teams that have been doing this for decades of their lives, and you know that they're highly respected, but you're not going to give them opportunities because you're going to keep. It's not even really that because nobody wants to coach. NBA when you make hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars coaching high schools and colleges. High schools and colleges is big but well, college is big, big, big game already. But high schools is now starting to get to that level and shit. But I think we digress off of the point of well, I guess it's still on the same point of why these things are letting this shit go down 
of these whack ass fucking teams. Ratings, bro. I already told you. That's what that's about. Yeah, but nobody wants to see that shit. Nobody wants to see Russell Westbrook and LeBron. Nobody really wants to see Russell Westbrook that's, and LeBron. Uh, that's and that's your game. fan talking. You're not a Laker fan. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Picture this. And I'm in you full agreement. Because here's what the difference between the Celtics and I'm a Celtics fan and what everybody else seems to be doing around the league. Because remember what Miami did too. Miami got a um, fucking like Lowry or some shit like that. Yep. With, yep. Um, I don't know how, you know, again, like I'm still. And I'm a Miami fan, but I'm I wasn't. They won without it. I wasn't overwhelmed with that. But go ahead. But, so if you pay attention to what everybody is doing in the league, the only and and what's so perfect about this year's winner, even though who gives a fuck about Milwaukee um, as a whole, um, Giannis is like the last. Dying breed of the gladiator sport. Of that, I'm just going to take it to you every single time, and I'm going to do it with my team. None of my team that orchestrated this, my team. And in the world where LeBron feels like, and I'm just, I'm not saying because I don't know this nigga personally, but I'm going to talk like as, as if I was in the room talking to this nigga about this shit. I think LeBron is motherfucking scared. I think everything that he talked about over the last three or four years is his people can now see that shit is more of a facade of how he's built than his actual play on the court now. There's niggas that's younger than him and is as big as him. Luca, Giannis, fucking, um, yes, thank you, these niggas, and Tatum, like, he's gonna get to the stats where he's actually as big as big as LeBron, and, that's what LeBron did, okay, he was, he was, he was, yeah, the natural stature of how it's going, if you see him in the Olympics, you see him like, I. Um, yeah, yeah. so it's kind of like everybody's following this mode and it could be cool and the bully game works to an extent, but if Giannis has said, if Giannis has taught and even Steph Curry has taught anything, fundamentals of basketball will always still be key. And with the Lakers are doing and with the basket and what they're letting happen right now, it's not fundamental basketball, it's showmanship, it's sports shit, it's it's hurrah and hooray for like niggas talking shit on the internet. Oh yeah, Carmelo Anthony and LeBron James on the same team. We've always said that shit will be fucking whack. Like that's you. That's LeBron. That's um. That's either LeBron giving up or more likely Carmelo giving up. He don't want to be Dan Marino and shit. Bring that shit back around. <laughs> yeah. Dan Marino ass nigga. Well, but Melo's I feel like already. Put it out there that he's, um, you know, what I'm saying like he moved and, and and wasn't the man on the last. I feel like two teams was it two teams. I, I mean, he definitely wasn't the man on in Portland. 
Because that's Dame's. That's Dame's way. You know what I'm saying? But and he can't be the man nowhere. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's my point anymore. That's my point. So he's already kind of put that out there. That's not even new news. You know what I'm saying? So. But the join LeBron thing. I mean, listen, with the when you look back at this point, looking at who's already joined him in previous scenarios, yeah, why not? In the past, when there was less of a normal or all the almost every team trying to do a type of thing, cool. He was like more of a I wanna get it against some of the best. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, he tried when he went to the Knicks. They got Stoudemire, they got Nash, and it was Melo for a second. And you got Jr. in there a little bit. Mm-hmm. And motherfuckers could could cook a little bit, but then Stoudemire got hurt and shit. And then, you know, Melo just you know didn't play defense. And honestly, uh, I was just going back and forth, but. Realistically, I think that uh, for me, when I look back at them and their, their uh, choices that I feel like they, they made and whatnot in terms of, you know, stay with a team, go to a different team, you know what I'm saying, all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. I really feel like they basically just did a new age thing, which okay. to, in my opinion, that's they were more about the money and selling themselves as a brand and a product. More so than uh, respected for the game. I was gonna ask that question to like, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. Like, uh, be about that whole earn your uh, mantle type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That just came naturally as part of being a skilled player and earning the most money type of thing. The whole recognition part. So, right. so I feel like that's their whole drive and philosophy. Uh, a brand LeBron, LeBron did you know again show. You know, uh, a bit of loyalty to his city, you know what I'm saying? His hometown, oh, yeah, yeah. having had the opportunity and chance to actually play there right out the gate. He held it I can see him. how he did what he did in terms of holding it down for them. Um, but, you know what I'm saying? But you see, he didn't actually stay, neither. Which is fine. Like, you know what I mean? Because, like, you're making decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Like, he did hold it down for them. Like, if I was going to win some shit, I definitely I did it out here. But like I said, I don't, I don't know that. Uh, what? Oh, oh, bronze hoe. Oh shoot! <laughs> oh ass nigga. All in basketball terms, whatever he does, the community and business. Da da da. Loves his little documentary. There we go. There we go. Whatever. No basketball. Strictly is the NBA talk. Yes. Oh ass nigga. <laughs> like I said. I consider them to be more of a generational type of thing where they're really less uh, about the competitive nature of the sport of basketball, which I think is more in line with the true love for the game and more about treating it as a business once they've gotten to the NBA level, which I can respect, you know what I'm saying? Because the NBA as organizations and franchises don't have no real loyalty like that to players necessarily neither. So they trade and move people whenever they feel like it. So therefore, it is more of a thing where I mean, uh, I feel like it makes sense. Yeah, exactly. For 
the okay. players to stop looking at it. Once you make it and you you know you've played your first couple of seasons, now that that whole fulfilled my dream thing needs to have settled worn off, and you need to be more of a this is my job. I'm a business. You know what I'm saying? And trying to make sure that you make the right moves for yourself and stuff like that. So. I, I can respect it to that degree. But again, I just feel like there still needs to be, just like they talk about, uh, and I'm going away from basketball here, but um, Simone Biles and uh, her stepping away from the uh, That's competitions. All I know about it is that that happened and that it was for... Mental, mental health, health thing, yeah. And that's then, all I know about it. And then uh, in, uh, Osaka... From uh, the tennis from Wimbledon, I yep. think it was. She stepped about. back from the from the games as well. All for the same reasons. They they are basically saying when we uh, started playing the, these games, they were games, and we had fun. We enjoyed what we were doing, and it's great to have the recognition and all of that that goes with you know being uh, able to play the game at such a high level. But the amount of pressure that starts to be put on them, you know what I'm saying, because of all of the, the money that's thrown around with sports now, becomes so overwhelming, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, that's the Olympics, man. That's guess. just real, but no, but that's there real in terms of... They were in the Olympics or anything right. like that where it wasn't how it is. You know what I'm saying? For them, I mean, personally. You know, I'm not saying just yes. Olympics overall. I'm like, so there was never no time when you was playing in some shit like this where it wasn't like... Nigga, you know the stakes. Um, go ahead. I Shit you. hasn't been a nationality thing for us, at least for a while. Like, I mean, it is a nationality thing, but at the same time, it's not. Nationality? Uh, about for the nation. Oh, like, okay. like, we're yeah, playing yeah. for this. Okay. Like, like, yeah, it oh, is for, for that. For the pride of the, of the yes, U.S. exactly. Like, but it's not really that. Like, it is that, but it's not really that. It's more about the corporate. That's, that's where the business is. Like, it's, uh, as far as you saying, like, we could have moved the Olympics somewhere else with everything that's going on in Japan as far as COVID and everything right now. Like, yeah, but because of business deals, they wasn't going to do that that last minute. They're like, right. this is, that was a calculus that and he was like, oh, we going to do this. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. That's, that's all I'm saying. So I'm like, I mean, uh, but that's the Olympics as far as, like, the committee, not the athletes. You know what I'm saying? The athletes are totally different from the but they, actual What I'm saying is that they're advertising. Think of the 90s when I was in high school, whatever, when I actually watched the Olympics and everything. It was McDonald's and Coca-Cola and all of this shit or whatever. That's like, sponsored. And blah, blah, that's blah, where they yes. get their money. That's I where the you. money's getting thrown around at. Is mm-hmm. The pressures that they're talking about is coming from these same corporate sponsors. That's yeah, what I hear what you're saying. Again, I... So it was dictated by that because that's what's giving the money to make people be like, you want you want to do this, right? The pressure, if you don't fucking perform right, you might not get that Nike deal, which you're counting on because outside of these things, you're not just making money like that. You're making money off of doing this if you're doing it professionally. And, you know, well, at least I've heard that in those type of professions where you're making money is from the corporate deals that you make and shit. It's not from the actual competition. So, and I feel like, but but I feel like back in the day, it was a lot more selective. As, as Money wasn't mean? thrown around as uh, as high a volume back in the day as it was as it is today. You know I, what I'm saying? I, I I have no idea because you still had the same the same things being sponsored because only like I was listening to some Olympians on the radio the other day actually kind of talking about that where like gold is what brings you the 
the the money like silver is nice for you and everything and it looks great on tv and all that like but silver is not getting you those contracts that get you the money that you need like so it's that super pressure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean you, you spent three years training for the olympics and you ended up with a bronze which looks nice and you can say that to somebody but they don't get you on cereal boxes and that's and the problem is that that's directly linked to like your funding of yourself where it's like yeah you win a prize this i don't even know about that i gotta ask y'all like is there prize money for winning a gold silver yes, there definitely are um uh some kind of thing that they get that are monetary associated with the placement uh in the Olympic results, yes, like absolutely. I, don't ask me what it is, and I'm sure it's not something that is mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. doesn't make sense when we talk about today's numbers of money going around. Not even a little bit, I'm sure. So, you know, put on spectacle. I feel like putting people under all this pressure, and I don't know, dog, because it's just weird to me. When we talk about things like that. Of course, I feel for anybody who says they're having a mental problem, you should definitely deal with your well-being before anything else, I would think. Anyway, but obviously when you get to high levels of sports or whatever, there's more stress that comes with that regardless if it's like the financial or whatever. I expect that is what I'm saying from outside looking in. I feel like I expect that to be stressful. Yes. And so therefore when there is a response or reaction though, you have to be understanding of that person feeling the pressure. Which is why I say like you take that first. So someone feeling that is there's no derogatory shit to that. And that's just like yeah, like it sucks that for your situation that that you're in that situation and all that. How much the United States pays out uh gold medal winners? So you can't tell me that the pressure was The elite of elite competitions that only takes place every four years. So I feel like even if you take... You competitions that happen, you know... Yeah, these other competitions, but they ain't paying... They definitely can't be paying with that pay. Not that much, but you know, you get to tens of thousands of dollars or the thousands of dollar range. So you just have to be... Perfect. <laughs> you gotta be it's the best of the best. Like, Tommy! <laughs> <laughs> Turn it up! Like, you gotta be the best of the best, which is, that's asking a lot for someone to be giving their life. Like, like I said, the, the way they describe her to describe it, it's like really a three year cycle of straight just training regiments. Just to be like, I'm ready for the Olympics now, which is why they're saying that it was harder for a lot of them having this year off. Cause I fucked up their whole schedule. That last year was the was the muscle or whatever year. Yeah. Like and now you're supposed to do another muscle year back to back. That's not that's a strain on your body. I don't know that that's necessarily the. I heard gymnasts and I'm saying, saying that. Oh, that yeah, was that's, little, Oh, yeah, okay. the, I'm not gonna counter them then. Never mind. If that's where's the word, I'm like I'm saying I'm that they were saying say, this. Okay. I wish I could be more specific. As then I'm gonna say okay. at the time. Cool. 
But I'm like, it, it kind of makes sense in a way as far as how they're saying one year's for calisthenics, one year's for this, one year's for that. And you rap with that and go into your, you know what I mean, let yourself rebuild a little right before the competition, but not be slacked off. So if but you're I like, I went that hard in part. terms of the fact that, like we was talking about, like mm-hmm. there'll be like Pan American Games and, you know what I'm saying, other national competitions and stuff. Oh, like right, right. Other and things they, that are going and they on. participate in those from time to time. It's not something where they go the whole four years without competing uh, I'm actively in, in a competitive uh, lane. So in that case, I would assume that that must mean that they probably uh, schedule those into their training. Right. Like, I'm going to compete in this. That'll have you at blah, blah, blah at that point. And you know what I mean? Who, who knows what they're going for? They're and like, yeah, no, the pandemic, I definitely respect that it could throw off, uh, again, a schedule or a regimen in terms of, again, their cycles for your... For you, whatever that you're doing, right? Like, that's, that can fuck up anything. And they was like, one of them was like, they were on a plane or on a bus or some shit. Like, going to get on the plane to go. To wherever the sh- when the shit was gonna mm-hmm. happen and it got canceled like they got it on, on the phone and, yeah like nah the Olympics canceled so yeah oh it's delayed at first and it was yeah. like so we went in the camp for a little while we're like gotta stay here and then after a while you find out that it's actually, nah it's gonna be delayed for a year yeah. it's like so your shit's all fucked up so you need sponsors and you only get sponsored if you win. Right, so I'm like that. That makes it even makes even more sense. If you're really someone that's competing for the gold, silver in the Olympics, like for then you the, might be able to skip some more of them side like, things. Is that as a thing you mean? Yeah, like, like because yeah. like if I can get that, I'm gonna have the sponsorship that I need to keep to make my shit right. But that's, I mean, a you do gotta bet on yourself. But B, that's yeah, putting all your eggs in one basket type of thing, and you should always be set to again athletics in my opinion, is much along the same lines as a lot of the other arts mm-hmm. type of things where How you, you got to be prepared to support yourself in other ways. You can't just feed yourself necessarily off of the thing that you do as your dream. It's not one of, it's not one of those typical jobs where I feel like right. you get regular health insurance and all of this shit is like being yeah. a rapper. As a matter of fact, like the athletes thing, for example, athletes <laughs> have a good, because again, their thing is actually what, which is part of most celebrity things or the things that have popularity to them. You, you know, especially if you're physically fit, though, like athletes, modeling and, and doing other things. Yeah, of course. Naturally. So, like, curling, then if you was the only thing you could do is curling, then you gotta, like, be an entrepreneur and make, like, a burger place that has a long ass frying thing, right? And someone sends them down, and you like, yeah, yeah, on the way down, like scraping it in front, like, and if someone flips it at the perfect time, and the other person stops it right before it gets to the end, your burger's done. So first off, you're ignoring the just came up with a gimmick. Seasonally, they are obviously the most professional people at keeping your ice clean in any of your ice areas and things of that nature. You're totally. They're not gonna do it by hand. I'm not paying you that much, bro. That's part of the halftime show you talk about. <laughs> Watching this. <laughs> Nigga, if I saw that as a halftime show, I would get up and beat somebody's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever owns this fucking arena, niggas fighting me, nigga. You want to challenge my intelligence by showing me a nigga cleaning ice as my fucking half That's all it should be like. They do it curling style. They'll be like, you know what I'm saying? Fresh spray coming out of the little curling ball thing, and they'll be like. 
fights all over. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, somebody, find me! Somebody loves mine. Someone's some gonna that. steal mine, then. You're gonna have a burger drink when you do that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, well, that's a commercial, I feel like. Oh, hell yeah. Um, the new curling. Oh, the McDonald's fucking curling. Fucking, what you call it? Mick, whatever shit they call it. <laughs> Mick, whatever. <laughs> you know, they got like the Archer shit that comes out every once in a while. Whatever kind of thing that is. You can do that with the, like, the Beyond Burger. Right? The Mick Beyond. Because it don't have to have be as long, probably. You probably cook faster, I assume. Than real meat. Oh, not asking. I don't know yet. Still haven't tried them. I yeah. refuse. I'm I mean, you already got you tofu. Why come up with this shit? I don't need that shit. I've had good tofu before. I would never talk to it. Tofu. Sound. All right, we've totally racist. Lost. <laughs> we've lost all context of a topic right now, so no, um, we're talking about racism. No, that was not where we started at all, though. About we were talking about the NBA and the athletics and mega team. So, so again, why does this quite the stretch? This I'm just gonna say hey, we might want to wrap up. You did that. Just say we might want to wrap up. Don't, That's don't all. wrap up in something that you did. I, Put it I'm in the box. Gonna have to wrap it for another time. But no, um. Seriously, I just I just think that the um the NBA is a horse. Think about running it right now. Yeah, so I mean, I guess this is my final word on it. It's a business like any other, and I don't know much about what y'all talking about other than no sounded like good players on one team, but that don't mean nothing to me. No da. <laughs> good job. Good job. Um. I mean, there's the other things that are going move that were made as well to consider again, like you was talking about, you know, Lowry going to Miami, then we signing Butler, uh, the Bulls, the Bulls. We didn't even say that about the Bulls. They Levine has resigned, and they got Lonzo Ball, and who else? Are you saying they're gonna be else. good? Or they just got some high niggas. Nah, they should be good. They were in the playoff race. I yeah. told niggas that Lonzo was great. Niggas didn't want to listen to me. Told niggas that Mel was going to be great. Niggas great. And then uh, who went to the Sixers? They picked up a big name because Dwight was there. He left to go back to the Lakers. And oh, Drummond. They swapped basically because mm-hmm. Drummond is now with Philly. Which I don't know, you know. How much that really matters in the scheme of Philly's fortune. Mm-hmm. Well, Drummond's not the one the There you go. That was the real big one. There you go. The Rosen. The Rosen was the so it was the two dynamic duos in Toronto. It was Kyle O'Lowry and DeMar DeRozan. DeRozan left and then Kawhi went up there and Kawhi won the championship. DeRozan went to freaking the Spurs and they haven't done crap really, so I, I Kawhi is out in the open, it's like somebody beat him. Oh, yeah. It, all this shit is whole shit. That's all I have to say. Okay, got it. Cool. Oh, sure. I mean, you know, like I said, I would love to see some more. Um, uh, a part of me um, likes the, the, you know, the old school, like, let's 
make sure that the the, the teams are uh, somewhat balanced, that there's no lopsided one thing, team being like power pool, you know what I'm saying? Uh, another part of me wants to allow free market and let guys go play with whoever they want to play with as long as they teams can fit them in their cap, you know what I'm saying? Like, do the damn thing. You know right, let saying? me ask a question before we wrap this shit up. This yeah. Give me, name a team. Name any team. Uh-huh. Name any team. Right now, just yeah, name, name any team. team. Not my favorite team. Just, just a no, team. No, not your favorite team. Cool. Uh, the Pelicans. Word. Great fucking choice. Thanks. I'm glad you fucking said that shit. <laughs> I was going to say them or Vancouver, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, who the fuck is on the Pelicans now? The Pelicans actually still have a decent team. They got Zion, who's gonna continue uh-huh. to be amazing. Yes, he just got there. Um, okay. Oh wait, hold He's on. Wait. Broke his arm, I right? hate the fact that I can't say his name right now because I really like him. He came over from the Lakers. What Kuzma? No. All I'm saying, I hate this. Yeah, was My point is, go ahead. Yes. Niggas, there's nobody. There's no teams no more. It's like there's one, there's like five teams that's gonna be that's gonna be watchable and shit, and the rest team is gonna be like how the Bucks was. Like nobody gave a fuck about the Bucks. It's like oh shit, they stumbled into the motherfucking playoffs and won and shit because all of everybody else got hurt. Like it's 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 sad when they, like Vancouver or whoever else, whatever team else nigga that's out oh. there. That is really, the Yankees. really disrespectful. Brandon Ingram is the person who I was oh. intending to name alongside oh. Zion. Oh, um, forgettable guy out of Lakers. Again, they lost Lonzo. Lonzo was with them as well, so they Lonzo need to break. pick up a piece at some point and do something oh, sincere to help that squad. But they got Steven Adams. They're going to have Lonzo and Charlie or whatever. The fuck. You said they got who? Steven what? Steven Adams, big center. Oh, 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 he's a big man. Oh, oh, yeah, he said Nash. Like, no, no, no. Nash is coaching. Yeah, that's all. Can you know, yeah. Back the ball. But no, I'm just saying, like, and Steven Adams, he's like Dwight Howard. Except he can shoot a tad bit better. Okay. Not going to argue with you on things that are, are almost possible or feasible. Yes, yeah, go ahead. But... I'm just saying, like, there's no more, like, teams anymore, like, and it's, like, there's so much pumped together that it's just, for me, it doesn't make good sense for basketball in the long run, because they're now banking on the draft picks that are people that are coming in to be so good that they'll make the teams they got drafted to watch them. And that's, like, my, that's why I call it, like, it's horseshit, because... You're doing this. You're trying to get the bank for your buck right now, and you're not really giving a fuck about tomorrow. So, okay. It does. It does uh, take away. I feel like you're right. It does take away a lot from the young talent that comes in, being able to be in the spotlight. You know what I'm saying? Because again, the spotlight now trails the mega teams. All year round, you know, old mega teams too. Yeah, because it's not like no, these guys are young. They're all all 30 plusers. 
been in the league for like at least six, six or seven years type nigga. Believe oh, me, no. Anthony Davis is probably like usually the youngest nigga on that fucking squad right now. And that's crazy. That is bananas for the Lakers, yeah. They're gonna be that right now, yeah, they're definitely like the oldest team in the NBA right now, if you look at them roster wise. Ooh, niggas are wondering, like, like, I let these niggas' knees stay awake. Yeah, there you go. I'm only playing defense. I keep saying I'm waiting to see what New York's gonna do. The Knicks, they need to do something sincere to boost that team, which did good last year, but I feel like they need to try to finagle something, keep Randall, keep Barrett, you know what I'm saying, and work the system of what you can do, you know what I'm saying, to try to really build around them. That's, that's a great duel. Oh, D. Rose. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And D. Rose. See that right there? I like that little trio right there. That's a perfect little trio. Build around that. You got your veteran, you got your up and coming star and shit like that. You got all that shit. Yeah. I like teams and shit. I just don't like these super whack ass shit. Again, the uh, are the um, Nets gonna be able to retain? Uh, who are they gonna be able to retain for this this coming season? That's always a question when you have the super teams come together because the way the team was built last year was ridiculous. And so, it's got the same team coming in shit. So they, they're gonna keep their big three, which I presume, of course. But the supporting cast around that is that still good? Griffin and uh, I think they else? have to stay last year on the contract. Oh really? Yeah. I think it wasn't just a one year; they were a two year contract. Okay, I'm, I'm could be lying, but it's I can't even name anybody else on that team right now. Right. That that forcing. Oh, uh, DeAndre Jordan. Oh, I don't know. I think they got rid of him. Oh, really? And they didn't really pay attention. And then what's the weird about it? They didn't give him the burn that they should have. If they could, if they did the one-two punch, like they would have did with fucking. Uh, well, actually, again, they got niggas that don't pass the ball. You know, it's about this superstar shit. Who passed the ball? And again, why well, I say Chris Paul is whack as fuck because Chris Paul is another one of them superstars and shit like that who has the ability, who has the ability, and. Yeah. Sports IQ to be able to pass anybody to be open. It just, I'm, I, my floater is the best floater, so I'm gonna use my floater, or you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna shake this nigga up and I'm gonna get to the basket and shit. And Chris Paul has an excellent perimeter shooter, but he's just fucking won't pass the ball. I don't know if I can do that. I'm pretty sure I saw Devin Booker take a couple of game winner type shots, so I mean. It's not always him demanding that he has the ball in his hands. Okay. See, we gotta start. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel like that's too, both of those are too late. Like, what he's saying makes it sound like that's through games from saying that another nigga took a couple of games in the shots. Yeah, that's my point. Him being way too general in terms of his brush stroke right now because he's saying it like it's an all-the-time thing. I'm just named one... uh, I'm just naming the most recent team that he's been on in terms of his... But we could go back to previous teams where when he was playing with 
James Harden, James Harden took game winning shots. It wasn't all Chris Paul. That's definitely for sure. Yeah, when we talk was. about when he played in uh in LA with with Blake and ours, it definitely wasn't all Chris Paul. They took game winning shots. I mean, you could say that for Blake Griffin when he was split. on the court, he took game winning shots. When uh oh well, that would have been the only other person who was gonna take a real actual game winning shot on that team. I mean, DeAndre Jordan is gonna be a big man. He wasn't gonna take a jump shot. He was being a real big man. Who was it? That was the big three when he was playing in in uh for the Clippers. Who else was taking that shot? There was no big three in the Clippers. And people say that shit. It just makes no sense. And it was a traditional three in terms of you had a true big man with a real actual point guard and a, a guard and a forward slash um, guard type with Griffin. So dominant dunker of Blake Griffin, who developed his shooting as as he got more uh, you know injured and having to figure out more how to reequip his game. Okay. Yes, he shot the ball more. He's mm-hmm. not a shooter. No. He can't shoot. No. no. So, he's just a nigga that... That's what Chris Paul's there for. He doesn't have to be that type of a shooter. He can mid-range not. and dunk on you. That's all he needs to do. See? And that's where we differ. And that, in that team format, he does not need Any to be that person. Format, what are you talking Chris about? Paul does not need to be shooting the ball anything. This is where I... I he has a great perimeter shot. Never deny that shit. But I always say Chris Paul and the great point guard needs to have double digit or close enough to that shit mm-hmm. every single game, regardless of your score. Because regardless you have of the score, the team score, you mean? Regardless of the personal score. You just confused me. You said they gotta have double digit. They gotta have double Six. digit assist. Oh, okay. Assist. They you. gotta be able to pass. But got you. Got you. And and you don't yeah. think Chris Paul Chris averages Paul a um, has ten assists? Ability to do that shit, but it doesn't. And when it comes to the Devin Booker shit, that's when I knew when niggas thought when he was a leader and he wasn't because. He let that little young nigga talk to that nigga any old type of way during that playoff shit. He done pushed that shit and he like, nah, nigga, the ball needs to be in my hands so I can get you open and not the other way around. But either way, you know, put the coaching involved, or the players involved, all, 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 all. We are way off the final point of that was niggas talk. And that was our NBA talk and other talk. Whoa. <laughs> Slice. And we are two ham sandwiches at a barbecue. Out of here. Shout out Planet Beats. They got that ish, man. <laughs> yeah. Come here, the story of a king. Looked down from his throne, but never felt big. Come here, the story of a king. Destined for greatness, but every step was a sting. Come here, the story of a king. He looked for justice, but all he found was hatred. 
Come hear the story of a king. He had a dream, but every day was a nightmare. Yeah, come here, come here. Yeah, this is niggas talk. Come here, come here. Yeah, this is niggas talk. Come here, come here. Yeah, this is niggas talk. Ha Listen to niggas talk. Ha ha. Yo, come holler at you niggas. You can find me, Rob Dollars, on Twitter at HeBoston. Or you can search for the DA as Boston's Baked B. That's the Boston DA. Baked B-E-E. And if you want to get at the mayor, jump on the gram and find him at Roxbury Kids 617 To the mayor. Yo, you can keep up with all of us through our Wix page, The Niggas Talk. Link in the description down below. Yo, keep it G, my people. One. Come here, come here, yeah, this is niggas talk. Come here, come here, yeah, this is niggas talk. Come here, come here, yeah, this is niggas talk. Niggas talk. Ha ha. Get at us.